Dyson Danger is not a podcast for children. It contains crude language and jokes as well as depictions of violence. And remember, consent is key. Welcome back to Dice and Danger, a D&D podcast where five adventurers will face the dice and maybe save the world. As usual, shenanigans will ensue. My name is James Sheese, and I'm playing a Yibal... Oh, crap. I'm playing Yibal, the Halfling Spore Druid. Next, please. What did you pick there? It was fine. My name is Zach Laurel. I am playing John, and I am a halfling. I'm a scout halfling, level 10 druid. Oh, my name is Carol. I'm playing a level 10 barbarian turtle named Grumble. Hello, my name is Sean Dennis, and I'm playing the Bussy, who is a ranger, variant human. And now we're pouring from the deep dark web, Sam Bursher. I'm Sam Bursher. I am a homebrew shaman cobalt. And I'm Alejandro Solis. I am the uh, dungeon master slash game master slash daddy master. Hi, dad. Slash dad. Hi, dad. Uh, Hello, father. I, I narrate the game and run <laughs> the... Uh, I say run like these guys don't derail me at every Can moment. Can we please have some more? Mother said we couldn't, but we thought we'd come to you to ask for some more fun, father. Please. So today's question, <laughs> if you want some more... Does your character uh, have mommy issues? <laughs> Mother said we don't, but I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Luckily, James has provided me a 60-side die, so I don't have to, like, roll it multiple times. Let me get, like, a 60 uh, anyway. Look at me, I'm a fucking nerd. I have a 60-sided die. Ooh, look at me, I have all these different sided die. I'm so cool. We rolled a, I want to say, 12? Yeah, yeah 12. 12. 12 works. All right, so, question 12. What's your biggest pet peeve? Okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited for this question. All right, Yuval's biggest okay. pet peeve. I think his pet, biggest pet peeve boils down to the same reason why he left the Druid Conclave, which is just uh, ignorant tradition. People just sticking with the same thing for the sake of sticking with the same thing. John's pet peeve, and I refuse to go into more detail about this, is snails. <laughs> Is Miss John secretly <laughs> immortal? And <laughs> the immortal snail. I believe I said so I'm not going into more detail. I'll do it for you. No. Um, Grumble has my pet peeve, I've decided, because I want to talk about this. Uh, Grumble's pet peeve is when you're in a crowd, period. But also, when you're in a crowd, or the, like, the sidewalk or the path is crowded in front of you, and there's one, there's one little Muppet that will not walk at a logical pace. And they and their friends... They spend the entire pathway going at Zach's pet peeve of a snail. And you can't get around them, or you can't, like, go, excuse me, pardon me. It drives me absolutely nuts when you're walking you, and I someone think, is, like, just sauntering. I think you misunderstand. You can you. get around them. It's called physically getting, being like, then get the fuck out rude. of my you're way. You're being no. a busybody. Who like, cares? Oh, fuck them. Nuts. They're in your way. That's right. So the hard to be socially upright. It's so hard to be like socially upright and be correct in society when you're like, oh, excuse me, out of my way. 
punting children out from in front of you. That's half the fun. I'm so tired of it. Future so educators of America. <laughs> just tired He's of tired of punting children. <laughs> oh my god. And he's in trouble for it. It's a whole debacle. I mean, by your fifth children. They're crying. 500, 500. I fucked it up. Then his toes hurt. <laughs> Next. Um, the Bussy's pet peeve is these little creatures that are goblins. I think that I think I think the Bussy's just racist. I don't think that's a pet peeve. I think he's just stigmatized. Samantha, I'd say Flair's pet peeve would just be grass, the feeling of grass, basically trying to just try and sidestep and dirt past GS to be able to not touch grass. All right, so I guess it comes back to me. Also, uh, fun fact, I never answered the first question from episode one, so I'll take a moment to answer that, too. Flashbacks. I, I cannot tell when someone's flirting with me. I cannot I can <laughs> tell when Sean's flirting with me. I promise you, you in fact cannot tell. I'm aware of when I am flirting to someone else. Tingo, I just threw that him. We <laughs> caught one of the six kisses. Something's on something your lips. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I got something stuck on my lips. <laughs> Why did you have a joke of Vaseline? I can't lose it. That's not even the biggest one that she has. No, it is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bigger ones? No. Oh. Not that, wouldn't you? It's just layers of questions. No, okay, because I always lose my chapstick, and I got tired of like seven years of this ridiculousness. So we bought the big one, and it just kind of. I am now going to have the rest of this session with too much (laughs) (laughs) acid. You know, uh, you know a kid like with like her mom, mother's I lipstick. Up. <laughs> mom, I up. You know a kid with a don't mother's lipstick. Don't want to drink. It's yeah, that that's going to taste like Vaseline, you dumbass. Oh, my oh god, he's now waterfalling his drink. Yeah, this. Well, anyway, you waterfall your own drink, folks. <sighs> yeah. My biggest pet peeve. I'm genuinely trying to think of this, even though I had. This I'm sitting right here, podcast. buddy. Don't worry. That's a my new one. Oh man, I'm trying to think. I think my biggest pet peeve is when I feel like I'm not being listened to. Oh, <laughs> don't look at me! I was doing a bit. <laughs> I was, I was saying this podcast. Then you were like, "Well, they listen to me." This podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, if you listen, I'm usually one saying, "Shut up." You are. So that's I'm, why I don't listen. To I you. that. I'm teacher's in fact, pet. In the stinger of episode two, the very last line is her saying, "Shut up" to James. You heard it here, folks. I'm Dad's favorite. <laughs> you would be. Oh my god. Dad, I brought you alcohol. Fucking kiss ass. I'm not allowed to do that. I have marshmallows. Don't worry about me. Dad, I I write you songs. (laughs) That's true. Dad, I bought you food. Your best argument would have been I help pay rent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but see, it's food though. I'm completely fine with you not buying food. I would be very not okay if you didn't pay rent. (laughs) Imagine being dad's roommate. Oh, oh, thank you. Suddenly, Zach gave Dad a dollar. <laughs> suddenly, man, I really should have brought my wallet. You don't have any money. Zach has earned now another inspiration. He gave, me, <laughs> he gave me five dollars at the end of the last show, and now he gave me a dollar. Now he has two inspirations. Stop bribing our DM. What do you mean? It's not being poor. I have realized that I'm never going to get inspiration. I don't buy my own food. I don't bring money. I don't help out that much. Hmm. Today's episode, uh, that's oh, 
We're not doing the, no. the game. We're just going to talk about it. So before we start the game, let's determine who has the A plot and who has the B plot by rolling initiative. We open on the second day of spring. The, as of the last uh, night, you have all taken a short rest and thus have recovered whatever short rest cooldowns you have. You also have the option to burn hit dice as to recover health. And we also, do we get our, our free sending spells back as well? Because it's a new day. It is a new day, so you cool. get your free, uh, free walkie-talkie. We don't get any spells, we just get wild shape. We now cut to John. John, you have made your way back to leading the group, as this is uh, officially established to be John and the boys. Uh, get <laughs> Balance restored. Balance restored. You uh, go ahead and roll perception for me. Have a guidance. Blue or white? Answers, baby. This divorcee wine and a corn. Like, have an advantage if you guidance. want, darling. Have a dollar. Does it have guidance? Twenty-seven. But the twenty-seven, Lord, <laughs> you see a very clear, defined, like border wall gate that was not there earlier, and there's a few signs posted up uh, that you can clearly identify as the handwriting of your father. Miles, and uh, what you read on one of the signs as you like approach the gate is like no outsiders permitted unless uh, a- unless you are an approved authority of list. And there's a few lists right there, right? Uh-huh. And there's like a single guard who's like standing under the are list. Are we on the list? The list only the only applicable thing that your part of the party has in the list is him belonging to the guild. He has the authority to get through the gate, but you guys don't. Okay. Okay. The pussy. I shouldn't know. I pointed at him without actually saying his name <laughs> on the audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to remember that we're, you know, recording this and not just playing the game. Anyway, John, what would you like to do or say in this instance? Can I just walk right by? As you try to go ahead and give me a like stealth check to get past the guard. One of these days, I'll just gonna be like, no. <laughs> that would stop Zach. Yes. Yes, I will. No, you can't. If you, you give him a dice roll, he'll succeed. If you just say no, he will stop. So. Ten to ten, uh, with a flat ten, uh, because they wouldn't just put a regular dude at the gate. They would obviously have a guy who was a, a little bit more. Here's your dice bag. But I don't like it. Yeah. Anyway, so as for James' contract agreement, I now have a loosely one set of die roll giving this guy a modifier of we'll say just plus two this has to be a 10 he rolled a 13. Plus two. Die. that's cool because i wasn't really trying to be stealthy to begin with yeah right, right. So, you, so you try to just casually walk yeah. past and it's like hey oh sorry man we we can't really let you go through uh yeah. how tall is this guy this guy is Five feet, he's pretty tall. Anyway. <laughs> he's so tall. Oh my goodness. Uh, he, he just kind of like, kind of like puts his hands up like, hey man, sorry, I, I can't let you through. The, the boss doesn't like it. Is that all he does? Is just put his hands up? 
I'm gonna crouch and go in between his legs. <laughs> we can move through people's spaces. Absolutely. As, <laughs> I follow right behind him too. You go through that, and then you're encountering the wall. You eventually, you know, you get up to the wall, which is blocked, and then like a locked wall. Uh, and he's just like, "Hey, hey, hey!" Uh, How tall is the wall? The wall is about like ten feet. It's really tall. I turn into a bird. I turn to a bird. I also turn to a bird. <laughs> oh, it's God. like, oh, come on, guys, I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> As you fly away in the distance. Yeah! Wait, hold on, what birds are you? Uh, I am a... Uh, Wrong, you're a condor. Damn. That's a condor sound. Eel. Sure, I'm a, I'm a, the, the stat block <laughs> would be an eagle, I guess. But I was, we can flavor it as a condor. Yes. I'm a, I'm a severely damaged looking condor as I yeah. look like I have an infection. I'm a rosate spoonbill. <laughs> Dang it. I like it. What's a spoonbill sound? Oh, moo. <laughs> moo. I like it. Moo. Yeah. Yeah, he, moo. He's doing it through like the vocal cords of the animal itself. He's just using his ability to speak common through it just to say moo flatly. Debussy, you have been left behind. <laughs> you have been left behind uh, by the other two. And oh, it's like, did, did you know those guys? Oh, there's some weirdos. You're, you're a, and he looks at you and he observes the, the badge and he says, it's like, hey, you're hey, so you're, you're, you're a guild member. Sean, like, Sean, are you here to help us out? We, Sean, we, we could definitely use it. Sean, or you could convince him that there were no people there and they were birds the whole time. They were just you, though. Gaslight. You're trying to convince people you were a sorcerer. This is not that far off base. It doesn't matter. your way through this. It doesn't matter. Do it. I believe in you. It, they resol- the fact that they resolved it. Yeah, they could be tripping. Sean has got like a relatively healthy home life. I forget he is he doesn't get gaslit all the time. Okay. Any whistle. <laughs> Back to sleep time. Gaslighting isn't real. What? This Jesus man gets God. it. Gaslight like your life depends on it. But it's I'm not real. Right now. It does. Take it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my first gen apple pencil. <laughs> yeah, then we get the second gen then. So Damn it. see, what would you like to do in this moment? Um I'm gonna tell the guard to um if he if he do see those two birds. Shoot him down inside. Absolutely. No, oh, absolutely. And then he takes, out, he takes out a, he takes out a speaking stone and he starts pulling out. It's like, hey, we just got two intruders just coming in right now. Uh, they are, uh, he, he begins delivering messages like two intruders just came in. They wild shaped into birds. Uh, I have no idea who they were. They ignored all the signs. They ignored the warning. And then uh, suddenly, both of you are attacked by miscellaneous fireballs. One second. Uh, you can't have one second. <laughs> we're trying to find the staff blocks of birds. <laughs> it might surprise you, Rosate Spoonbill is very not specific to D&D. Alright. Let me just find regular fucking eagle, okay? And, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna walk through this game. I was just gonna be a crow because like, That's you are a condor. You said a condor sound. That's the just whole bit. I got a condor. Yeah, that's the whole bit. Flair, okay. you are now currently uh, uh, venturing through the uh, the rest of the forest and woods as you, uh, you proceed forward. You find yourself at a uh at a weird location where like the snow there's just like a weird like perfect line in the snow where it just disappears and seems like it's perfectly untouched by the storm that occurred yesterday what would you like to do that is hard to think of what i want to do i want to throw something at it just like at the the little border yes you what do you want to throw over myself all right as you as you lunge forward you just notice that there's a nice big 
comfy increase in temperature. It feels really nice and you're just like very warm and comfortable now and as opposed to being in the cold there's just like a perfectly divided line where like for some reason it's just a giant certain shift in temperature and as you uh as you advance forward and forward lunging through you see a uh a line of what appears to be uh miscellaneous refugees and uh other wildlife that have gathered to be all in included in this like warm spot after the snap freeze uh anything you'd like to say or do it's too hot why is there magic around uh yes uh, go ahead and roll arcane arcana i'm not really i'm smart enough i got a 15. 15 with a 15 you feel a uh very distinct magic coming from the area around this and you notice that like there's one tree that's like perfectly like where the line would be. And on one side of the tree past the barrier is just kind of like a normal, like cindered tree that is now like just has leaves on it. And then the other side of that tree, which is on the border is like uh, on the other side of the border, the other half of it is on fire, but it's on the cold side of the, of the uh, border. Is that the magical part of it? Uh, the magical part of it seems to be just like radiating from the land itself. It's, it's almost as if the land was cursed or blessed, depending on how you look at it, to be a forest that's constantly on fire. But since of the staff freeze and cold, it's kind of just balanced out to be a normal forest in the middle of nowhere. My time to shine is now. I cast a spell magic. You dispel the energy that is making it warm. Uh, but I will tell you this before you fully commence to spend the spell slot. It will only do it within the radius that you are in. Uh, about a good, like, I want to say 150 foot radius of you will always have the magic dispelled. But you can't permanently dispel the area as a whole. But there's a nice big cold AoE where you stand now and other people within the like 150 foot range can now feel the cold as well. And they start like dispersing and moving away from you as they want to stay warm. Uh, it's not cold enough, but I don't have any cold items. Grumble, uh, you and Tortle are uh, following along yeah. uh, on the similar path. You actually arrived here about an hour before uh, Flair did, because you actually ran ahead and passed him in the last episode. Uh, so you actually reached this destination first, and you find yourself in this uh, kind of enclosed gathering of like miscellaneous different animals uh, sheltering together for warmth and comfort within this strange area that is warmer than the rest of the woods and forest around you. There's also a strange kiosk kind of set up haphazardly in the middle. Kiosk. Yeah, there's a kiosk. We're going to that. I guess what's going on. Yeah. As you go to the kiosk, there's one man standing there with like kind of a stone tablet with like magic radiating from it. And he's just kind of like flipping through 
uh, swiping on <laughs> the magical screen, so to speak. And uh, you can see a few. Go ahead and roll perception. Hey, I got 24. 24. Of my own volition. Absolutely. <laughs> so, as you are looking over the shoulder of this man, flipping through uh, different images and bounties, you'll see a big sign overhead that says, um, there's a big overhead sign saying, Fellowship of the Wandering Golem, which if you roll intelligence, 15. 15. With intelligence, you actually recall that in the very first episode, uh, those three guys who were trying to go through the cave, that was the fellowship they belonged to, and they were hunting for the scaly terror. And as you... Hope know, they found him. <laughs> as you... As you watch and see this man flip through miscellaneous pages of bounties and rewards posted by it, you see one that is just a giant question mark for what the face would be. Uh, it just says, Wanted, the Scaly Terror, giant question mark. And at the bottom it says, 400 gold, dead or alive, and then 10 gold for any information leading to the Scaly Terror. On the tablet? Yeah, this is on the tablet, yeah. My goodness. Grumble... Is really frustrated at how much trouble this guy is causing. <laughs> this is really becoming a problem in his world. The stupid terror guy. We gotta find him. Is that what you say, like out loud to? Yeah, we gotta find this guy. I don't understand. <laughs> As you say that, the guy turns around. He's just like, oh, uh, oh, sorry. I, I didn't know you wanted to use the tablet. Sorry. I, I oh, to... I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I just. Who is this? Who? What is this? There's no picture of him, but I hear the scaly terror is a very terrifying figure. Well, I guess that would be implied the name. Hmm. Maybe it's uh, like a red herring. Uh, Tortle then interrupts. It's like, is a red herring like a fish? No, you'd think that, wouldn't you? Because normally it is a fish. But a red herring is actually a literary term that I'm blanking on right now, actually. <laughs> but usually it's, it's like a MacGuffin. It's misleading. It's like, you know, if, if the title of a book yeah, is Mr. Wobbles Gets a Hat, then the, it's actually, maybe it doesn't get a hat, maybe it's just like a misleading direction, right? What's oh, the it's also a bit by Daylight Perk. That's so interesting. The more you learn, kids. Tortle just kind of stared blankly at you in an entire speech, and it was just like, so that's a no? Correct! <laughs> Point of the matter is, that guy has to be stopped. We gotta find him. What is the scaly terror? And that's the, the problem. <laughs> the the uh, the man at the uh, kiosk who introduces himself is like, oh, I'm uh, introducing himself as Preston. He uh, says, well, uh, there's not much known about him, but, you know, if we figure out anything about him, we can snag some 10 gold really quick. According to Google, Red Herring is also a legendary void rocket launcher introduced in the Witch Queen expansion in Destiny 2. I recall that. <laughs> Fucking nerd. I more things in this podcast. Anyway. We now cut to uh, John. Hello. John, what is your AC? Ah, 12. All right. Mine is also 12. You guys both have 12. You will just turn out a bird form. These will be flat rolls with no modifiers. All we were doing was flying over the wall. That's a 10 foot wall. Yeah. There are fireballs. So the fireball does aim that John misses. I swear to God. I swear to God. Well, you're a condor. <laughs> yes! And one guy who was clearly on his training day accidentally shoots one of his allies. <laughs> I love when rat runs are rolled against me for good reasons. <laughs> so, 
anyway, you guys completely <laughs> just, uh, and I'll just take that, and the way I'm flavoring that in this moment is that you guys are just perfectly like dodging and swerving like multiple volleys of uh, firebolts. And there's just one voice in the goddamn distance that's just shouting like, I know who those idiots are, stop firing. <laughs> Do they uh, stop firing? They do stop firing. <laughs> Move! Sorry, that was my noise. That's uh, not a Rosebill uh, sound. It should be noted that oh, Yeebob. Um, I'm a rosate spoon bill. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carrie, you stupid idiot. Not a Rosebill. Come <laughs> <laughs> <Dumb> fuck. God. <laughs> um, Yeebob's eagle looks like a pretty red co- sorry, condor. We're using an eagle stat block. The condor looks like a regular condor, but it's got it still is that fungal growth on it. So what color like, are you? Uh, he's a gray condor. I mean, it's a gray condor. Is, uh, and I imagine it's, it's like the same It's like on the side of the face. face. And like, he, like, whenever he's, he's like coughing the entire time. There's just some spores that come loose. And some feathers fall off too. He looks a little raggedy type stuff. Uh, and Miles just stands there with his arms crossed and just stares at both of you in the air. He's like, you can come down now. Ah, you! <laughs> That's not very condor of you, but that's unrelated. Do you have a? I'll go and land next to him. I'll just I'll divert, I'll drop by wild shape. I don't have time for this. Is there anything you need from me within the next few minutes? That's a John question, sir. Perish. <laughs> Perish the thought. I might because I have to do this Look damn duel you. with Adrexia. I want fun. to point out you are the one who chose to do the duel. And I that would so really it's your fault because you could have just been like nah no duel so I don't want to hear this I have to no the fuck you don't you I, chose to do she this. used her accord with her family to challenge our family well my family fuck you guys I'm anyway. gonna, I'm gonna try and be a little civil shut up sure. hold on one second you're still a bird <laughs> talking but still a bird oh move <laughs> did he just move he did. Remember that he didn't he didn't like the ecology studies, remember? He didn't like that part of the studies. He hated like the actual I love that stuff, but there may have been a way that he could have Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck the civil part. Never mind. <laughs> I try. I try so hard. Where's mom? I try so hard. Mom's baking. I'm gonna go help mom bake. John, you tell him what's going on. A kiwi here? John. What do you have news for me within the next few minutes? Nothing that you probably don't already know. Well, apparently you guys may decide to call uh, Drexia instead of me directly. What was up with that? Why would I want to talk to you? I yell for this. Psychic link. (laughs) Psychic link. That's it. That's all I tell them. Why would you tell? I told them. I told them why would I want to talk to you? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not you. We're twins, not the same person. Look, look, look. I just know that I have to start a very, very fatal combat session with uh, Adrexia in just a moment. And here's the thing. I have Revivify. Good to know. (laughs) Here's the thing. So far, and this is, I'm going to back out of character and explain that I am metagaming now. (laughs) So... Miles goes on a long, uh, kind of like tattered speech about how, because of the roles you made in episode two, you have this place well secured because Miles is running the show and you convinced Miles and your mother to uh, guard this place with everything they could. 
if he loses, there's a chance that Adrexia won't keep that deal upheld and you'll need to like start paying gold again to uh Oh, so it sounds like all I gotta do is talk to Andrexia. Adrexia. Where's she at? You could talk to Adrexia. Yeah, where's she and at? You see Adrexia doing like push-ups <laughs> and like I'm gonna walk up to her. I'm gonna walk walk up to her. Can I do a roll to see how baking with mom goes so I don't interrupt him anymore? Yeah, give me give me a slight hand. What are you baking with mother? Ooh, it's not bad, actually. 19. 19? Yeah, you're doing a pretty good job. Awesome. Meanwhile, Pussy, you have now finally caught up to these two. You walk past a bread stand that has a bulb making bread. What kind of bread are you making? Apparently pizza dough. That's what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> I'm just... Out of all, 11. Out of all the things you can make. I know. Hold on. Out of all the things you can make, you can at least just make some type of biscuit. <laughs> Biscuits, my hands are too warm. But it's so easy to do and so nice. Who are you talking to in this narrative? Are you guys near each other? He just walked past the breadstand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was at man then the king of the breadstand. I know. Fact. Drink some more coffee. Also, you missed the joke opportunity to say you were making a pizza with extra mushrooms. Ah, oh, damn it. Slow clap. <laughs> Kind of slow so you now so you now could stay at the bread stand and keep talking to evil about what's going on or you can approach uh john and continue helping him with this discussion the of, lighter uh, down resources with Drexia. or you could ignore both and start making your way towards the uh the guild meetup that you arranged at the town nearby you will have fun making whatever the fuck you're doing I'm gonna go meet up with the guild and figure out what we need to do next. It's a pizza with extra mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so much energy. Mm. Who are you again? Your mom. That wouldn't make sense logistically speaking. Jimmy, what the fuck? Who? Okay, sorry. Your mother. Who? who? I am cares. Okay. Damn. <laughs> uh, Flair. <laughs> you have uh, officially scared a lot of people. There's uh, a lot oh, of people are just kind of like now coming around you. There's like a uh, small family just like now huddled together in the cold AOE you've created around yourself saying like, Sir, please, what do you want? Booga booga. <laughs> Go ahead and roll intimidation. booga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, why am I proficient in intimidation? That's the thing. Oh, I gotta roll my two nat one of the session. Oh, they uh, they are they're now just more confused than they are scared. They uh, they're just like, hey, uh, and then like the dad, the father figure, like the parents of the uh, family group, they kind of approach you. So it's like, hey, buddy, do you need help? What what's up with that? What's up with that weird thing on your hand? Oh, you mean this thing? I straight up throat punch him. Oh, oh my god. Go ahead and roll and uh, attack him. I asked the question. Seven. Seven. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he manages to backstep and dodge the attack. Uh, right as you go, it's just like, okay, okay, I, I, I don't think this is the guy we want to mess with. Uh, maybe maybe we should, and then he holds over. It's like, maybe we should tell. Go ahead and roll perception. 16. With a 16. Uh, you overhear him say someone's like, hey, uh, we, we should probably go get like a guard or something like maybe maybe like, a you know, there's aren't those like fellowship and wandering golden near guys nearby. Maybe maybe they have some muscle to like protect us. 
If you call the guards, I will eat you. Go ahead and roll intimidation I, again. <laughs> I have not had breakfast yet. No, Brecky. Flair, eat his no sneakers. friends. Nineteen. Nineteen. They are very much well intent. You have an evil radiating aura coming from you as you make that statement about breakfast, and uh, they start. Uh, running off in a direction away from both the congregation of people and the uh, your AOE of culture. And they uh, start just like, you know, getting their stuff together and just leaving immediately. Uh, meanwhile, Rumble. Hi. Uh, as you are at the kiosk and uh, are staying there making your observations about the scaly this chair. ridiculous! <laughs> Why has no one stopped this fiend? As you as you discuss this with Tortle, who is totally listening to you, uh, you're doing great, buddy. He, uh, you feel a sudden shift in cold, and uh, go ahead and roll perception. I oh god, it's a it's a seven. It's a seven. You're just totally oblivious to Flayer's presence. And nearby. furthermore, I think this shouldn't even be an issue. I've heard about him how many times in the past two moon cycles? There's no reason for this. We should be keeping our forest safe. Don't you agree? Total just kind of looks at you blankly. Like, Excellent. I agree also. <laughs> and kiosk, there's a guy at the kiosk, right? Yeah, there's a guy at the kiosk. And sir, how long has this sign been up here? How long have you had this kiosk set up for this terror? A uh, goblin with gog uh, goggles appears behind the uh, kiosk. I was like, oh, this is one of my more recent inventions. Uh, hello, I am Zigzig the Goblin. I'm Grumble. This is Turtle. Did you just make a noise as your name? Did you just make a, a, an action as your name? Fair enough. Strafe, Zigzig, same thing. <laughs> I don't I like do it here. You're what I do when I run from a bear. You forgot Why would you run from bears? Do they feel good about themselves? If I were a bear and I had some schmo like myself who just live in the forest, I would want to feel good of myself. And me, if I was a bear, would I shit bear, in the woods? If I were a bear, I wouldn't ask you. Just oh, one random listen, NPC walking past. The rules are: if you see a bear, you gotta run a zigzag or a strafe. To be fair to your name, um. So I figure if I see a bear, like yeah, I'm bigger, but also it's their time to be a bear, not my time to be a to be a grumble. So I thought I would just. You know, follow the rules. Excellent. Common courtesy. You know, I I was raised with manners for male and for bears. But furthermore, what's the story on this on this terror? What do you know? Oh, the scaly terror. The fellowship of the one that Golden just commissioned me and gave me a bunch of bounty flyers. I turned into this thing. Uh, personally, I don't know much information about it. But if I had to pick a guess, and he's gonna roll intelligence. <laughs> I'm uh, so mad that Grumble's voice changes like every episode. He's an artificer. And he rolled a nat 20. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, uh, he immediately goes like, if I have to take a guess, and he just kind of contemplates a little bit. Nah, I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll charisma. Slay. Yeah. Slay your enemies. Slay your enemies. I told 12. Mm -hmm. All right, well, the 12, he like types in something into the kiosk, and he's just like, and then the kiosk dispenses 10 gold into his hand. And he's just like, I wouldn't go that direction if you were you. <laughs> and he just points at the direction you came from. Oh, why not? Oh, someone just made a report saying that you're kind of a bad guy. Bad guy. What happened? 
Excellent question. Who are you talking to? Because Tortle, I've done nothing. What did you do? Oh, I don't know. Tortle? What? What? And then he starts to get so like, like a he puts his goggles back on and he starts heavily investigating Tortle uh, himself. He like pats him down oh, oh. and it's just like, oh, hello there. Aren't you an interesting specimen of war forged? Organic material as opposed to steel. You must be based on a soul coin. Yeah, he's vegan. It's fine. Interesting. He eats. <laughs> Turtle, do you eat? Not that I know of. He doesn't eat. So you have a spectrum of coin quality that determines whether or not the soul trapped within the coin, which, by the way, ghosts are real and souls are a thing. Uh oh, John. <laughs> anyway. He starts on a long by grab about how near the end of one's life cycle or their death, assuming you have the magical craft for it, you can imbue a Boys soul within ghosts. an object. And the object uh, ranges anywhere from simple brass uh, to complicated metals like platinum, if you are more of the evil persuasion. But the way you can actually access and be able to, in a sense, revive the coin soul is through a material host. Now, normally, organic material, uh, when in possession of a platinum soul coin, is instantly possessed. However, a bronze soul coin, which usually represents a positive good soul, can take control depending on if they are powerful. If in their living life, they were a powerful being, they could even say, become a warforged. And he pokes around a bit. And the more organic the host, which a tree is very organic, the, the more powerful that a pure soul must have been. Of course, a warforged egg just keeps patting around, circling down, taking like examinations of Tortle. He's like, this is incredible. Wh whoever, whoever's this is, this must be a purely amazing, powerful being. It's just, what? Who are you? And then he, uh... This is Tortle. Tortle. We have discussed this. Tortle, tell me, do you have the memory of a goldfish? And Tortle goes like, yes, I heard of those. That didn't answer my question, Tortle. I can answer. He does. He does? Oh, okay. It's you know very endearing. Incredible. Remember, the goldfish is actually a metaphor in the Four Master Tropes that we're learning about from Carol's point of view. Four Master Tropes. Nerd. They could be, they could be, it can be autonomy, synecdoche, metaphor, irony. And in this case, the goldfish, Grumble knows, is this is a metaphor. Grumble knows shit. A goldfish. But if you want, Grumble doesn't know if that he's the scaly terror. You really think You Grumble would know for a fact that goldfish memories are actually longer than we think they are because goldfish do retain yeah, some information that's no longer, not shorter. Five seconds. Longer. Six In seconds. A you know, of you text, know, goldfish, shut up. Goldfish, goldfish three seconds, so five seconds. Of, they retained form information when asked to achieve a puzzle test. Goldfish were um, retained minutes. Count, counter argument, counter argument. Goldfish can't talk, so how counter do you know? Counter argument, go fuck yourself. Ooh, touche. <laughs> I'm staying in. Maybe that happened. Bill Foster. The more, Not sponsored. The more powerful yet. and pure. Uh, in terms of combat proficiency, the soul is the more incompatible it would be with various functions of a warforged. This 
this being is very fascinating to me. It must be, well, what is this? There's a bit of a handle here at your spine. What's what's up with that? Oh, maybe don't. Maybe, maybe don't. John Miles turns to you and says, look, 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 look. We can discuss this further in a little bit. I have to find out if I can actually still maintain my position as the Archmage first. Cool. I'm going to go talk to her and see if Absolutely. she, if she'll... I'm just gonna go talk to her. I'm not gonna tell you what the fuck I want, because why would I? Why would you tell me what you want? What why you would really you tell me? Really <laughs> <laughs> you approach a Drexia who is just like in like very much a like warmed up workout yeah. routine. She's like, all right, cool. I've got like five minutes. What you need? I need to know if you will keep the amount if you win, which I have. I have good faith in you. That right. you'll win. So do I. She if you win, <laughs> sorry, when you win, will you keep the amount of security there is around this place? Because that's very important. Well, that's definitely on my to-do list of priorities. But here's the thing. There's actually a really big problem where we're counting right now. Do you remember how there was just like, like weird, crazy army that appeared? Yeah. We had no idea where they went. But here's the kicker. I might know someone who might know where they went. We now cut to. <laughs> we didn't cut to Debussy. As you are marching along outside of uh, the uh, the town, now that you are isolated away from other people, a strange portal swirls and appears before you. I'm sick of your shit. Please. And as he <laughs> roll intimidation. <laughs> I got a ten. You got a ten. He's just like, whoa, I'm sorry if I'm introduced this bit rude. Allow me to introduce myself. I am- Shut up. Oh. Spike Churro. Pleasure to meet you. Karen Churro? Oh, well, I am of the Churro the fuck family. The... Mm, go ahead, roll into me. God damn it. Shit. I just what you get. He starts circling around you. You currently got a lot of fight in you for a rank two. Where's Jimmy when I need him? You can tell Hello. that when when he says rank two, his voice goes down Do dramatically. Jimmy, Jimmy no, as if, don't. Jimmy's got a minus two to charisma. <laughs> Jimmy, can I you would handle, know that. Jimmy, yeah, can you handle Spike Gerald, please? I don't want to deal with this motherfucker. I'll give you. What's in it for, Jimmy? I'll give you ten. Double or nothing. Fine. Yes! What am I doing? I think Jimmy's dying. Wait, hold on. Jimmy doesn't know if he agreed to 20 gold or no gold, though. Because he said double or nothing, and all he said was yes. Oh, wait! (laughs) (laughs) I think Jimmy just agreed to no gold. (laughs) The pussy should sell cars. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, go deal with my churro, then. Hell yeah. Evil. I'm making bread. You're making bread. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna keep making bread. Unless you want to have dad walk over for some reason. I, 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 I'm I got a good joke for you. Fitz uh, is one. like, okay, can you watch the stand for just like a little bit longer? I, I got, I gotta go help your father. I'm going to give him. I want it to be known. I, I did. I forgot the voice. I do. I did try to be civil. He just says these things. I just can't come finish through with it. It takes a lot of patience. It does, and I'm out of practice. <laughs> Man, that's I was never in practice, if we're being perfectly honest. No, I don't think anyone ever is. Not yeah. to deal with him. You know, I take John's side a lot today, but he isn't making it easier either. We now cut to Miles and uh, Adrexia 
starting to stand in like a circle that now is a council, if you will, of druids who like project kind of an arena for them to do combat in. Hey, hey, Yibble. Mm? How upset would you be if Dad died? I got revivify animate Dad in many different ways to bring him back. Both he's better still or worse. rolling dough. <laughs> that didn't answer my now question. Now he's tossing dough. Just did. You said you could bring him back, better or worse. Uh huh. You could bring him back, better or worse. Well, it's conflicting. There's the emotional side where it's like, oh no, my dad is a dick, but I still love him because parental bonds. But there's also the inflammatory you know side. You know what you, you should, should do? You should turn like, around. You can build bread while facing the other way. What? Sorry, b- make bread no. while facing the other what way. I said build the direction because then you don't have to see what. Oh, happens. I don't care if he actually dies. Like yeah, it, that's it, what it's I the meant. consequence of him dying. If I watch him die, it's gonna be fine. I can bring him back, but I can also experiment on his body. You <laughs> <laughs> resounding powerful silence. archmage brought back by my own mushroom shroom based Listen magic to has me. a Listen lot to of me. potential. Listen to me. You don't care if he dies. A nat 20 for 21. <laughs> Persuasion. Oh, no. Would you like to try to resist it or you just want to like roll with it? I'm going to roll. I'm going to try resistance. Flare. Uh, so you have successfully scared off more and more people and you actually see yeah. uh, in the like distance, it. you see Rumble and a few people having a uh, conversation. Uh, you can choose to approach them or you can choose to like keep traveling in a different direction. I walk close to I just hear a conversation about goldfish. Yeah, when you walk, uh, yeah. if you roll perception, got 19. But the 19, you pretty much overheard the entire conversation that uh, they had last turn. You know, you hear him rambling about that entire thing about soul coins and like how they work and like what their functions can be. Uh, what would you like to do with this function? I'd like to look for some cloth rip the cloth off and cover the soul coin. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you take like a parchment of like your uh, your own uh, like clothing yeah, and you wrap up the coin very well and uh, it's uh, very well cobbled together to hide the details of the coin and the uh, searing like imprint that leaves. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Uh, I will approach them. You will approach them. Uh, Crumble. As you as you continue having this conversation with uh, uh, Zig Zig and Tortle as they're discussing soul coins or nuances and how like there's a strange handle like in the spine of uh, there's a so the last note where he left off was like there's a strange handle here in the spine. It's not wooden like the rest of him. It's flesh. It's very uh, it's metal. It's it's some sort of I don't know. Hell it's yeah. For like it's metal. Easy conversation. You know, like a, like a, a chasm of scruff? Yeah. Like a little, like a little purse. Yeah, he's got it's a luggage. nice convenient handle. Terrible, you like luggage. Good job. Is he a nutcracker? Mm. <laughs> oh, true. Is it like a door handle or like a lever? It, it's more like some sort of grip. Lever-like grip, yeah. Like a oh shit handle? <laughs> a what? The oh shit handle in the car. Oh shit. Oh. Something that, it's, it's the handle that. most people grab when they're driving with me. You have like yeah. authentic battle action? <laughs> you can go ahead and try to see if it does. Like totally if I if I move this will your arms like move. Well it's like you're with authentic karate chop. Exactly. You were listening. <laughs> you you can try. Yeah, I tend to go for it. 
as you lift up and grab the handle, uh, he just lifts him directly up in the air and put him in air jail. Voyage! <laughs> oh. Welcome to air jail. Am I flying? Hooray! <laughs> yeah, you were trying to fly last episode. I just like, like a little flag just moving around in the air. <laughs> and he's, he like starts flapping his arms like they're wings. This yeah. is going well. <laughs> I'm so mad that Grumble's voice changes every episode. That's kind of fun. I cannot keep up with this. This is... <laughs> As uh, Zig Zig, who is like now on the ground just looking up, is just like, what is that handle for? Do you want to like climb up onto his, like, his hands so you can be the tallest one in the area? <gasps> it's Get up here! Come on! Oh, no. <laughs> uppies? Get uppies. I will just straight up wall that handle. Just straight up death grip it. Death grip the uh, the thing on uh, on uh, Tortle. Yep. Uh, you'll have to do like an opposing uh, check again because currently Rumble, who I imagine is not just going to take that. Like, That's my Tortle, thank you. <laughs> it's my new friend. Absolutely. So you, this will be your choice of athletics or uh, acrobatics. <laughs> athletics. Another 19. It's a nine. Sam, you swiftly like climb up and like parkour on the shell of uh, of Grumble and you go over and immediately snatch out of his hand while he's distracted the the grip of uh, Tortle. And now you have an opportunity. Uh, What would you like to do? I will just try to like put my feet on Tortle and just Holes. Absolutely. Go ahead and give me like a strength check. What are you doing? That one. That one. <laughs> it, it, right. it doesn't budge. In fact, uh, Turtle just lands on his feet and then he just kind of like like stands there as you just like keep struggling to like pull him up off the ground now that he's like firmly playing. And he goes like, what's this? I can't fly anymore? Oh man. Uh, hello. Hey, it's you. Can I put Sam back in air jail? Uh, yes. <laughs> 14. 14? Uh, what'd you roll on acrobatics now? Why the fuck am I being touched? <laughs> you were bad. Air jail. Yeah, Gobble's trying to put you in air jail You didn't again. get consent. Consent is important. He no, snatched. I don't give a fuck what it is. He didn't ask Tortle, so he's going into gentle air jail. Is Grumble technically considered a beast? No, he's a humanoid. In the streets? Absolutely. <laughs> and in the sheets. Oh. Grumble Fox. If, if Grumble even knows what fucking is, I imagine he'd be quite good. <laughs> I don't know, he's kind of uh, clumsy. Grumble, make a wisdom save. Yeah, you gotta make a wisdom save. Oh, he's doing no. something to you. Maybe change dice, Carol. Maybe 13? It was a 15. I'm going to cause fear. Let's say whatever you're gonna Damn it! To. You're going to cause fear on Grumble? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you feel a deep chill run down your spine as you try to reach towards uh, uh, Flare. And as you run, run through this, your visual is like distorted. And you see what you perceive to be the spiny terror. Wow! <laughs> you don't know. Are Can you I ter- swing? Uh, you can. Can I swing for it? Education. Sam, is the 27 hit? Ah, uh, maybe. 
Nineteen. Nineteen damage yeah. on a twenty-seven damage. You scared him. I'm gonna swing again. Roll the Mom. damage. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> got one good boy. You got a five plus yeah. your nine. Fourteen. Miss. One hit, one miss, uh, and then failure on the uh, save. I got a two. Excellent. <laughs> right. Anyway, I'm a winner. Uh, so, Grumble, in a sheer panic, you deliver a mighty blow to a player, and when you panic swing again, you miss and just kind of like smack the ground down hard, leaving us cratered. <laughs> and player, as you like, for us, move out the way of the uh, the second blow, you have the opportunity to take another turn. <laughs> okay, I, I passed my concentration check. Debussy. You and Jimmy are still talking. I have a joke for you! What is the joke? Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting... Fuck. Cow. <laughs> it's interrupting cow. Nope. Wrong. Interrupting fuck. <laughs> interrupting fuck. Interrupting <laughs> roseate spoonbill. Interrupting roseate <laughs> <laughs> He he just like tr- go ahead and roll. What either, the fuck is my charisma? So you can either do charisma minus, or what you say? Minus you can either do it's, if it's performance, you have a plus one. If it's any other charisma stat, you have a minus two. So you can either do performance. I would do performance. Yeah, there you go for performance. You have a plus one to this. Interrupting. Ro- did you have to Google? What I was talking about. the bird. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I kept saying move. I'm going to try to call a rose bill. <laughs> rose I got a 10. Yeah, 10. With a 10, Spytro just kind of gives a light smile. And he's like, Man. you know what? I, I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> Could you imagine if Spytro gets the deal he finally wants because of fucking Jimmy? He's got to wiggle his googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> could, you imagine if the deal, could you imagine if the deal he wants is with Jimmy? you like, ta-da! This is a clarify to everyone. He he here. just rushes gently past the bus and goes like, "Go away! I don't what? think we're knowing you anymore." Now you, yeah. my peculiarly funny. Be in contact. He leaves. <laughs> Up a down stage. Go Stay ahead and roll stealth with your plus eleven bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Again, your fault. <laughs> I know. Spectro's gonna roll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a nineteen. Can you be a thirty? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yes. that's great. The dice he's rolling ones on, I bought him them. Yeah, <laughs> I specifically for James is a course. He wants a piss dice. <laughs> yeah, nah, you dice. don't want to test him first. You got a one. So anyway, Spike Turo completely well. loses his track of uh, Jimmy, and uh, Debussy has walked away and he just kind of rubs his eyes uh, like his brow. He's just like, "Don't worry, Spike. You got this. You got." And just moonwalks back into the portal. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hit by, you've been struck by a sock puppet. We now cut to uh, the uh, arena that uh, is handy the D one hundred actually. Oh god damn it! R and R. Or I could just use the percentiles. No, no, use the percentile. It's more fun to use no, the big no, no, ass fucking. No, it is more fun to do this. Anyway, uh, so here's how we go. Run this down. So I'm going to roll this D one hundred, and what's going to happen here is that I'm just going to assume they have a hit point pool of one hundred each. They're going to roll this and just deduce that amount from each of the opposite's health until one of them hits zero. 
So, Miles will go first. And he takes away yeah. 38 health from Atrexia. Atrexia will counterattack uh, Miles. And she rolled a 44. So, Atrexia is currently winning the fight. Miles counterattacks and rolls a 35. Adexia will now oh. counterattack and roll a 63. Gone. Yes. Gone. Minus, minus seven. That's my lady. My uh, fair lady. As we, here's the thing. Another little quip about this fight is that this isn't a magic duel. This was a, like, the shield and arena that the Council of Druids created nullifies magic within it. So this was a raw fist fight. So I couldn't catch the moonfight on my dad, he's just dead. Uh, well, here's the thing, and I'm going to roll a d20. So what's I going to happen now is that Adrexia is going to determine whether or not she wants to kill him or just or mercy. Him yeah, mercy him. Uh, so how gladiator fights at. Mm -hmm. So I play the Assassin's Creed. So uh, she is going to roll this, and what's going to happen is that if I roll even, it's a uh, mercy. If it's odd, she kills him. Oh boy. Miles lives to suck another day. Nar. Nar. But he lost the duel. But he lost the duel and thus his Run position as Archdruid. Why, wow, damn. I don't get to bring him back to life. I can fix that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be legal right. anymore. The arena dissipates and Adrexia is crowned as the new arch druid. She uh, wipes some blood off her face from when Miles gave her a mean one earlier. And uh, I like to imagine that Yubal has run out and he's like, God damn it. He's sitting there like, doing some gesture brush. Like, wake up, you dumbass old man. Come on. Because no, no one else is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking for a solid wall to paint a door on, because that's the whole reason we fucking came here. Absolutely. And Adrexia, knowing that, is just like, all right, come on, follow me. And she goes to this area where there is like a captivity center. And she's just like, okay, first decree is Archdruid, free these people. These, and then she's just like, okay, so here's the thing. And I was trying to explain this earlier. How's your, I got a really quick question. Uh -huh. As she's just like wiping off amounts of hers and Miles' blood off her. All right, here's my question. How's your guys' memory? What'd you say? <laughs> Correct. And on average. Do you recall coming to the festival? I recall coming, the, yes. And the events of the Ignore him. festival beforehand. Like, do you recall? Vaguely. Like, yes. So we have a large, uncomfortable amount of people that suspiciously adds up to the same number of people that were in the Goblin Army who had no recollection of coming to the festival. So Miles imprisoned all of them here. He rounded up as much as we could and then isolated the area so that no one, we could keep track of who comes in and comes out. He is kind of a act first, not ask for forgiveness later. He has been starving these people. He has been denying them resources, medical attention, anything. He has been outright denying them basic living rights. And I, as now the Archdruid, decree that we should treat and help these people. However, we still need to keep the area isolated and locked down until we figure out what's going on. So we need to move them somewhere to treat them, but also keep it locked down. 
and right here, uh, pass all of them as like they are all kind of being rounded together to receive meals and receive uh, aid uh, from other druids of the uh, council and like miscellaneous members of the community. She's just like, and we've got this thing. And it's just a nice big empty wall in the center of town where like anyone can see and guard it. Fantastic. This is the spot. And I start painting a door. Absolutely. Uh, you paint a door and it sits there and does nothing until you paint draw. another door. Until yes. You paint another door somewhere else. <clears throat> I'm delivering bread to the people. You are starting. We bring now, Andrexia. Listen, I do not want to hear. She does this thing where she like puts her thumb on her nose and then just like shoots <laughs> out a mile of blood. Like I do not her. want to hear little like crying wolf calls. All right, I only want to know if I need to show up. If like. The town is burning down. Why would the town burn down? Do you know something? This is just like, oh, uh, no, it's not yeah, literal. It's details. metaphorical. <sighs> okay. Because well, I can only come here with a door once. Oh, and if I'm super far away, I'm going to be really pissed off when I show up. All right, if absolutely. nothing really important is happening. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. Now that we've got more miles to be, because part of Miles' justification for locking these guys up was that anyone who's like an original base member of the community could receive. That's a question. Yes. How does this magical door work? Uh, like, I know how it works, but like when I paint it, can people just <laughs> get rid of it? The but like if I leave like in the meantime, if we leave, can someone just destroy the painting? We yeah, can someone destroy it. the painting of the door? Yes, they okay. could, and that's why we're yes. going to. That's why I was asking because I was like, if no one can fuck with the painting, there's no need to guard this door. Right. But, but if, if they the, can, if, then yes. Yes, if they if the other side of the painting can be disrupted, then you have been denied your access, basically. Uh, and uh, she goes on to talk about how, like, okay, cool. Well, here's the thing. We have enough resources to last a lot of us, but we can't do the entire community. Could you donate some gold to like help us take care of the refugees, so to speak? How much do you need? Probably just like a month worth of gold. So thirty gold would do us. I while I'm delivering food to the the hungry people, uh John receives a light smack the side of his head as a cat coin per uh per <laughs> non-damaging, not gonna roll. Yeah, I hand over 30 gold. Absolutely. We now cut to uh Debussy as you make this exchange. Debussy, you are now traveling through uh Jimmy uh may or may not be stalking you. Up to Jimmy. You are now traveling through uh the woods uh towards the uh kind of like abandoned almost western-esque uh city you know there's like saloons and shit that have been abandoned and there's just simply reads we'll go ahead and roll uh perception 23. well 23 you see a variety of like posted signs everywhere warning that this is a dangerous zone to be in and that it is very much haunted. And you should take this. And with that 23, you also see in a saloon window, Jimmy. Oh, no. And, a hat. <laughs> and he has angry eyebrows over his googly eyes. He has um, <laughs> pipe cleaner 
You did agree, double or nothing, <laughs> and I said yeah, and you took it upon. So that's on you. Taking chocolate milk. <laughs> it's my whole entire subplot to kill Jim. How are you talking to him? He can't hear you. He's, <laughs> He's slurping very loudly. <laughs> um, you have some issues. Hey, partner. Oh, great. We now cut to uh, Flare. The dumbest bit ever. Flair, you are now in combat with Grumble. Would you like to disengage or do you have other ideas? I'm going to keep holding on, but I'm going to sigh and call out Spike Churro. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) We call that a derailing. (laughs) Well, then. (laughs) Well, well, well. How may I assist you? And like time sort of like starts distorting a little bit. Do we have a deal about your coin now? I found a better coin on this person that I'm holding onto. A coin? Do not sell Tortle! (laughs) And he uh, starts investigating Tortle a little bit. He's just like, oh, this is a bronze coin? Chump change. Sir, come back when you have... A real offer. What would you even want for a bronze? Um, this guy dead. That I, <laughs> person that it's hosting. Uh, who could you even be talking about? And then he turns and looks at Grumble, the guy that scared the shit out of him earlier. He's just like, no, that's a, that's a bit. A bronze coin is not worth the pay grade of taking that guy on. There's, a, there's just a deep, empty, like thousand yard gaze in uh in Spike Churro's eyes as he looks and realizes it's the character from uh that like was about to bonk the shit out of him when approached with the deal. He's like, yeah, that that uh sorry, buddy. Uh, uh for a bronze, I could get you like thirty gold. Do you see this happening? Uh, like, isn't he like kind of like? Time, time is kind of like slowed down. Okay, so he's still like roaring. <laughs> he's like mid-attack, yo. Well, I'll take 25 gold just because I like you. 25 gold for a bronze? Mm. All right, buddy. You just lost money. I don't care. I like a this guy. A twittering bird comes by. <laughs> As uh, time starts to move again and you're like in a full downward swing, uh, Tortle and the uh, and Spike Churro vanish, and uh, well, here's the thing: Tortle's body stays behind. It's just the coin that was within Tortle Damn it! that disappears, <laughs> and uh, in its place, on top of Tortle's head as he collapses to the ground, is just a small coin purse with twenty-five gold. Jesus! No! I quickly grab it. And then you just run off. Or Am sorry. I still raging? Yours, yeah, but yeah. you can't. You can't follow him if he ah. runs away because you're frightened of him. Fuck! I will. Like I played the victim. You play the victim. Yep. Uh, do you like just stay in the same spot? Um. Yes, I will sit on dead turtle. Go ahead and roll deception, and then say whatever you like. Got an eighteen. And I say, well, I'm a tax collector when it comes to soul coins. And this guy's just overstaying his dues. 
So you'll have to roll insight against that. Your explanation for why Tortle's dead is that he didn't pay his taxes. <laughs> I'm just saying the IRS is what got out the phone. Bad and syphilis on the brain. Man, they're everywhere. 15. 15. So unfortunately, you do believe him. The economy's yeah. rough these days, but it seems awfully harsh. Oh. I'm still afraid of him, though. You're still afraid of him, yeah. So I'm Is it the end of your turn? If I rolled, it could be unafraid. You could end your turn. Yeah, you could get a full turn, turn, turn and then the end yeah, of your turn. Yeah, I'm not, not going to attack him yeah, anymore because he's the IRS now. <laughs> 20. 20, yeah. You Where was that roll I go? <laughs> you now break free of your fear of uh, a flare. And, uh, I'm just gonna glare at Sam. Your, Carol, your rage has dropped because you chose not to mm-hmm. attack. You know, and and didn't take rage. So, so you use of rage, and that's over. John, you would like uh, you have now accomplished your side quest to place a like return point for uh, great, fantastic. What would you like to do now? We're gonna go to the fucking in in. Per quotes over here, the haunted place. Uh, you now start making your oh, way. Oh, we have to find the bussy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Bill, have you seen him around? No, I was busy resuscitating dad, baking bread, and giving it out to poor people. You know what I just realized? I never said I'm not a, no longer a bird. You can stay as a, a roseate spoonbill for five hours. It's definitely been not five hours. Yet. I'd like to get a bird's eye view, <laughs> if you will, and see if I can find a pussy. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll uh, perception with advantage, because bird's eye. Dirty 20. Group myself with him. Dirty yeah. 20? With well, a dirty easier. 20, you definitely see uh, Debussy arguing to nobody <laughs> about <laughs> being silly and whatnot. Oh my God, is Jimmy not real when we each have a group hallucination? Hey, like, I fly yeah. down and I'm like, the pussy. Funny. Yeah. We gotta go. Yeah. All right. Until <laughs> next time, mortals. <laughs> Stay here. Who, me or? You. Okay. Well, until now, mortals. And then I'm gonna fly back to Gibble and yeah. be like, all right, I found him. He's over here. Still oh, shaping oh. bread. On There's screen. a lot of poor people. I eat some bread. <laughs> a lot of eyes watching you right now. <laughs> you just kind of like, those aren't pasteurized eggs. <laughs> I'm a bird. It doesn't matter. Do you pasteurize moo. eggs in <laughs> fantasy world? I don't know. We have a rosé spoonbill who says moo, Carol. <laughs> That's not pasteurized eggs. That's no, not I'm dairy saying products. this belief is okay. All right. Yeah, He's I'll, over here. I will so you both, you can now recently all... walk to where he said he was because I'm not turning back into a bird. I follow, follow me. Follow me. Absolutely. So, uh, as you both start traveling towards to meet up with Debussy uh, and potentially Jimmy, we now come back. This town ain't big enough for the two of us. Okay, can you like not say that? (laughs) (laughs) Do I hear that? Not even a a bird. You're just a song. You beat a 30 on stealth? I'm more of a man than you'll ever be. Are you a youth? (laughs) Like, what are you? Are you a dirty song or a clean song? I'm like, okay, I'm like a basic bitch, wow, white wow, sock, wow. red stripe <laughs> on the ankle. Listen, yeah, I would agree. I'm I can't do that myself. However, you got, um, speaking uh, out loud like, should immediately get rid of stuff. Three quarter inch diameter googly eyes <laughs> with black pipe cleaners at about, I don't know, a quarter of an inch thick and a wiggle. All right. He has a little mustache drawn in permanent marker. 
And he's, he's just he's a little sock guy. He's just. Well, so wait, wait. What did that? You get too high off of that? No, he's a sock puppet. It's a mustache, not a nose. Uh, flare. Uh, you have now tricked Grumble into up. thinking uh that you are a soul coin tax collector of some kind. Uh, you currently have gained twenty five gold and. Uh, you are just like in the middle of this town by a kiosk, uh, and uh, you are also everything is really cold because you dispelled magic around you to not have the heat effects going on. I get up and then walk away. You walk away. Yeah, the very next we day. Bum, 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 bum. All right, as you walk away and. Uh, just kind of go ahead and roll stealth to see if you can like blend into the crowd in like a weird mysterious fashion. Fifteen. Fifteen. Rumble. I'm following him. If yeah, I can. the twenty seventh though. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I would like you to roll perception. All right. Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. The thing that was preventing the handle on Tortle was the coin. So now the <gasps> handle is loose. Okay. Oh. And I want to desecrate Tortle's corpse, but I will for the bit. Absolutely. <laughs> so you go for the handle, right? Yeah. And you pull it. Yeah. And with the 21 on perception, you pull out a sword. <laughs> I got a sword? You got a sword. A very How good sword. How long is the sword? I'm, I'm tall. It's a great sword. It's a great sword. Excellent. What does that mean? It means it's like a three or four foot long sword. He will get you a stat block on the sword later. He has it. Slay. Scrumble as you retrieve the sword, you lose track of a uh, flare in the uh, the crowd, but you now have a memento of your friend as a weapon. Can I change his name to Tortle? Yeah. Slay. Yeah. The name of the sword. Fuck. <laughs> you know, the name is Tortle. That's fine. Yeah. The name of the sword is now Tortle. And it uh, has an embed print of where the coin would have been in the handle. So, in order to find out the sword's abilities, tune in next time on Dice in Danger. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, it's more like. Bum, ba, da, bum, ba, da. <laughs> uh, oh, next time on Dice in Danger, find out what that sword does. And find out if ghosts are real. Because I was told we would find out this time, but apparently the, the audience we learned. <laughs> the audience. To be fair, the audience learned ghosts are real. Well, they really got to get the group all together. So we're not meanwhile like every 15 seconds. So sad about Tortle. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice and Danger. Please subscribe, like, heart, follow, comment, share, or do anything you'd like to help us out. Algorithms love that sort of shit, and it helps us a lot while costing you absolutely nothing. The next episode will re be released in two weeks. This show stars myself, Zach Laurel, as John or Emrys, James Sheese as Yibbulb, Carol Sheese as Grumble, Sean Dennis as Debussy, Sam Bershur as Flair slash Jarkov, and Alejandro Solis as the Dungeon Master. Our logo was designed by Jim Sheese. Our outro and theme is Coera, fuck if I said that correct, by Andre Bilta. Additional editing and music was done by Reese Branch and Alejandro Solis of Midnight Fires. Did you enjoy the question of the day segment? Do you have any ideas for questions or character names? Did you want to download our original soundtrack? Good news, if you like the show and want to help us grow, consider joining our Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month, you can submit questions for the intro segment, along with character names, location names, and homebrew ideas for items and mechanics that we use in the game. 
all while gaining access to bonus content, like uncut episodes of zero ads and soundtrack downloads. We currently have a single $1 price tier, but you can get in early and help us reach our stretch goal to unlock a Patreon-exclusive one-shot, where the cast plays a small story set in the Star Wars universe using the official role-playing system for Star Wars called Edge of the Empire. We now cut to uh, John. Yeah? John. I was waiting for you to explain more. <laughs> I was waiting for more to be said. John, Miles turns to you and says, look, 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 look. John. John, you have succeeded. You keep saying my name and then just saying nothing. I expect there to be more every single time. I just want to make sure I have your attention first. <coughs> Who's the fool? The fool or the fool who follows him? God damn it, I fucked it up. So, John. You're the fool. Yeah, yeah agreed. I drew that card. It's Get great. His ass. So, John. You